They shouldn't let you post at all, bro. Why? It, it, look, Have you read your fucking post, bro? Yeah, it's 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 a lot of funny things mixed with insightful and very intelligent quotes that people be like, I could live by that. That quote right there saved my day. Like what? See, a, uh, a dead raccoon means don't go down that street? What the fuck? What insightful quotes do you have? Comparison is the thief of joy is one. What, what did you say? Comparison is the thief of joy. See, look at you, man. That was so beautiful. It blew your mind and made you speechless, bro. No, speechless. It, it makes it. It's like it's like coming out of your mouth. It just sounds stupid. Why? Because <laughs> I'm Cause white. You. you racist prick. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Spit out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the I'm gonna get in trouble podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles and Terrence G is in the building. Yeet, yeet, skeet, skeet. And then I think Lloyd Lee is still at fucking work on uh, our hunt, huh? Uh, I, give I, up. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That motherfucker snuck in on the last one, like at the end. Yeah, like at the very end. And it was <laughs> kind of like that. It was kind of like that, uh, hey, I came to this party just to say that I came, even though I really didn't want to hang out with anybody yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's one it's of like, those, it does exactly how I felt, though. You, you you can't hold it against me anymore because I showed up, remember? You you saw me. You made contact. You saw, yeah, you saw me, baby. <laughs> you saw me, baby. Like, damn yo, it, Loy. Yo, it is episode 100, people. We 100. finally fucking made it out this bitch, son. 100. We out here rolling, bro. We what? out here fucking bro. We out here rolling, bro. I didn't realize I've mouth. been on that many episodes, man. Like I've I've kind of looked back. I've been on a pretty decent chunk of this I shit, know. man. And I'm like, damn, yeah, you're, you're like you're like 50 in. You're like 50 yeah, episodes in. I didn't realize I was that many in. I feel like I'm still, I don't know, catching my groove, getting new, you know, whatever. It's still a newbie. Yo, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, DC is fucking opening back up. That is the best news that we have heard so far. Uh Except they opened up right away. <laughs> yeah, it was like they they clearly didn't watch Tropic Thunder, man, because they decided they were like, oh, restriction, restriction, restriction. Bam, let's go full retard. Like, yeah, no, restri no restriction. No restriction, though. So am I complaining? No. Am I scared? Yes. Do I want to complain because I'm scared? Fuck yeah. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, what I find funniest about it is uh, when Biden made the whole tweet of, it's that simple. Get your vaccination or keep wearing your mask. And it's like, bro, you realize that there are people out here that literally will do the opposite of what you say just because you're you. Yo, what I just <laughs> want, I just, I'm so mad that I was sitting over here feeling like crap. Cause I took the vac and there was fucking cards out there for twenty five fucking dollars. I could have just got a card. I just hey, got a card and called it a day, bro. What what uh what shot did you get? If you don't mind me asking, I got Moderna. Okay, and like in all honesty, I was fine. The the part that fucked me up was I was just tired the whole time, bro. Yeah, I was extremely tired the entire fucking. The entire I got shot number one. Day today pfizer and i am tired right now yeah like, like if you drink nothing, water you find crazy yeah i mean 
So I like to usually like when I get a shot, like especially around the flu time, anything like that, when I get a shot, I like to do it and then go work out. If I'm not feeling like shit, I like to work out. So that way I can work out the soreness too, you know, so my arm right, 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 all right, messed right. up. So I was like, yeah, let me do that today. So I did it. It was great. No issues. I was feeling fine. And then I like halfway through dinner, still cooking it. And then I was just like, whew. I don't know about tired. Yeah. I feel lightheaded. Like what the shit? <laughs> That's, I mean, like, like when I got my, when I got mine, it's like, it was like, I got mine on Saturday. I went right to work. I was fine. Um, then by the end of work, I started like getting super, super tired. Like it was just like, mm. everything was slowing down. Like my body just wouldn't react fast enough. And then Sunday I was just in the, like I was on the couch. I couldn't move. Like it was yeah. that bad. That's, so that that's good though that you at least had the weekend to do it. You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 right. No, I was at work. I was at work the whole weekend. Ooh, yeah, that sucks. So I had, so, yeah, I had a situation at work, so I had to go to work while I was Ooh. on the fucking. You know what I'm saying? I got to work after got, my second one. I'm nervous about that. <laughs> oh yeah, that that that, that was the, that was my second one. The first one, I went to work, and the next day I was fine. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Like my lady got the hers a week and a half ago and this is about what she had she said she just felt tired like the first night so right. i imagine i'll be fine tomorrow it's gonna be the second one that i'm like oh damn it man shit i gotta work <laughs> but now nah, with with uh, all the tests with all the vaccines going out so dc decided this would be a great opportunity just to you know everybody make their money back go open back, go back. open the floodgates and so the floodgates opened on my fucking phone. That's what fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> the floodgates on my phone was like, hey, bro, so what we doing? Like, we're, like, we're like backstage, just for everybody that doesn't know. We're backstage, not going live. And Eddie's phone is already just going off. He's on the phone right. as soon as I get on. He gets off and immediately starts ringing. And then it does it all over again. And I'm like, wow, Eddie's got friends. Wow. That, shut up. <laughs> now, nah, I mean, so the shows are coming back. So, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we already told you about June third. You know June what I mean? 3rd. Uh, for the Draft House, Arlington Draft House, and now it's wide open. So let's let's get it. And then right afterwards, DC Comedy Festival is coming back. So we 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 already starting to set the dates for DC Comedy Festival. But then I get a call, and they're like, "Hey man, so best of the fest. Can we get that before the DC Comedy Festival?" I'm like. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. So now it's like, so D best of the fest union stage. It looks like the running dates right now looks like 4th of July weekend. Mm. $20 tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where I get scared. Yeah. What? So I got, so, so right now what's coming back, right? So. Wait, wait, wait. Before, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's. Yeah. You're telling me you want to set up a show. Fourth of July weekend of, of of all weekends, let alone Fourth of July weekend after we open up from a pandemic. So I don't normally I don't do holidays. I don't do holidays at all. I don't. I think you should holidays. stick to your original rule right now, buddy. <laughs> I think that's a smart decision business wise because we're about to open back up. And like I said, like people are about to go, people are about to go ape shit. Right. Ape shit. I don't know that you want to do a showcase on that holiday weekend. Fourth of July weekend? Mm. It's Friday, Saturday that's, show? That's not a knock on your promotional skills either. It's I not. mean, they do suck. But, <laughs> but no, you. there's no – I can't imagine motherfuckers are going to want to go be locked up again 
at night when everybody's going to be out setting off fireworks, barbecuing. Nah, so the 4th of July this year falls on a Sunday. That don't matter. Hold on. I don't do Sunday shows. That I'll never take back. I won't, I don't do Sunday shows. So it's Friday, Saturday, the day before 4th of July. You're still going to be competing with fireworks shows. <laughs> Good luck find ribs or brisket or chicken or turkey oh, no. legs or something be out. the whole damn week. And, and out and be out. out. They're gonna literally out. be like. Uh-uh. But so like, and this is honest to God, true. We thinking about setting it up as like the Fourth of July weekend. I mean, the Fourth of July blast, the DC Comedy Festival Fourth of July blast. I think like, the only way you could do it is if you did it like a cookout as well. So you did no, it like yeah. I think that'd be one of the few times. Again, one of the few times where outdoor comedy would work. And that so like yeah I don't like I'm gonna be honest I want I wish I could do outdoor it's not gonna be outdoor mm. it's that is that the is that the is that the uh, DC Union stage mm-hmm. which is on the wharf right so we're at the wharf doing Fourth of July weekend when most people are already down at the wharf so the hope is is that we're catching a lot of traffic because people just want to go down to the wharf you get what I'm yeah. saying so. Like and, and I was just talking. I was just talking uh, before I got on the phone. Uh, I mean, before we got on, what's the name about this? Like, I you're the first person to say no, which scares me. When people, when I get a whole bunch of people that's like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, that's a, that's when I'm like, ah, fuck. I'm telling you, because, man. I I shy away from the popular the opinions. I shy away yeah. from what everybody else is going because I'm like, oh, I, I thought it was a great idea, but now everybody hater. says it is. I, I'm not a hater. I mean, I kind of am sometimes, but you're a hater. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying is true, though. Because of that particular weekend being what it is for America across the board, right. I have a hard time thinking. I think the only way that it'll bode better in your favor is if the weather is suspect, because that's when you can pull people off the wharf and be like, hey, want some reprieve from the rain? Come on in. Then you can just go back about your business. Do your thing out here in the wharf. So and see, have like, fun. I don't I don't promote like street. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not right. a barking. I'm not a barking type of promoter. So it's all like all pre-sales. That's one. Right. Two. Uh the thing, the thing is, is like I, I love the location. If it's promoted right, it's a great location to be. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like just being honest about it. It's a great location right. to be if if you promote it the correct correct way. But yes, I am scared of holidays. I don't touch holidays. I don't do Sundays. I don't do holidays. And I, and I really don't do the summer. So I'm two of the three things that I don't do. But what that's bringing back to DC Comedy Festival, because we took such a hit, for the festival, because of the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? The, the last festival, 2020, right. because we took such a fucking hit, we kind of, at this point, have to motherfucking take risks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and I agree the, with the risk, but I don't know bit. I don't know that your risk is going to be worth the return of investment for that particular show on that weekend. Because you said it's just the, the best of the fest, right? That's the showcase you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we, we at this point we got headliners that's on TV now. You know what I'm saying? Like we got, I mean, I'm not even. We got, we got, we got people that were in the festivals because this is the fourth year of the festival. It's DC Comedy Festival, yeah. right? Like, so we got people that are headline, like are like now headliners and people that yeah. are now TV and all this other stuff. So yeah, like the hope is is that you know what I'm saying we'll actually put the promotion value of the festival to its test. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be going to the test. 
But yeah, like like you said, holiday weekends. Some people can pull them off really well. I know a couple. Yeah. I know a couple promoters that that's what they striving. You know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. is those those holiday shows? Uh, but then I know most with the promoters are like shit. Gotta get the fuck out of this, Mac. Yo, thanks, Mac. One hundred. Appreciate you for keeping it one hundred on the one hundred. On the 100. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I, no, mean, no. I, I think yeah. that's the biggest thing that you have Bowden in your favor is the fact that you, you've got heavy hitters. And I'll never knock that. And I, it, Again, it's not about you. It's not about them. I'm just nervous solely from the crowd aspect because right. of, I mean, what? Fourth of July is legit a month away, month and a half. So uh-huh. you still no, have months, a decent. We're the 17th of May. So we got that's, a two month and a half. that's a month and a half, basically. I mean, um, um, okay, month and a, a month and a half is some change. Past a month and twenty eight days, yeah. Which I mean, that's still a good amount of time for promotion of the show beforehand. So that works right. well. You've got the talent. You've got the lineup. That's unquestionable. I just right. the the big X factor is how the pandemic will have shaped whether or not people are are ready to go back inside when the weather is breaking after having. "Quote unquote," been inside for so long. So that, but that's but that's the thing, though, right? How many people have really been inside? Because if you was going out, you was outside the whole time. True. So it's like, I mean, I don't like at the end of the day, T. We don't know, bro. No, like, you're right. And, and and like it's like I like the pit. The the only pothole I see on the road right now is the two that we already brought out, right? And the two drinks that I don't do: holiday, holiday weekend, yeah, and summertime. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the middle that's, of summertime. What is summer is June 22nd? Only thing, man, is it's 4th of July. Whew. I, I mean, I'm I'm definitely glad that that one, we have somebody that's with me on this again, but I just quietly take my wins over here. That's all. It's I just not, know that what I'm are y'all right. talking about. It's it's past the middle of May, Eddie. Oh yeah, yeah. And July fourth yeah, 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 yeah. is basically the beginning yeah, of July, it's so it's a month. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's some new math, bro. It's that new uh, math, bro. That's that's common I, I, core. I didn't even think about. See, it, this bro. is why you shouldn't be doing that bro. goddamn show. <laughs> I know. You know, in my head, in my head, I kept saying July fourth, and I kept drink, thinking July fourteenth. I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God. In my head, as like as I do on all my promotion and stuff, I think it's something that's not there. That's that's just what happened. You've already blocked it out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in my head, I was just like, "Oh no, July fourteenth. That's a month, twenty-eight <laughs> days, bro. What the fuck are you talking about out here, bro?" But see, that's this the nerve-wracking <laughs> part, man. Is I, I'm trying to think of ways that would that would quell the unease on my end, right? Is right. I, I I'm still I'm extremely hesitant for the two things: is far, fireworks and barbecue. Right. Because I understand people have been out. I understand people have been going willy nilly and everything. But now yep. we're talking. They've got the leeway to do so they've right. got that pass to just wild the fuck out and do whatever it is they want to do i just don't know that you would necessarily get the numbers you would aim to get yeah, yeah, yeah no. on that weekend and that's what i'm scared of too because everybody yeah. knows i like sellouts like i mean who doesn't like sellouts yeah, you know of course. what i'm saying but um yeah everybody i i i, I want to sell out but I also know, and 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 so like who I was talking to earlier, I'm not gonna say their name unless they want me to. Um, who I was talking to earlier brought up a good point, bro. Go big or go home, and like we would be the first ones back out now. So I got two choices here, right? Be the first one back out, and if it, it succeeds, 
hey, we got the credit, right? The, the, you know what I'm saying? The three, the three, the three guys from DC Comedy Festival and the people around it that help out the DC Comedy Festival, we all get that credit. Yeah. Right. Boom. DC Comedy Festival back on the map. First yep. one's out. We sold out two days. Um, 200, 200, uh, 450 seats. Bam, we back on the map, baby. You know what, what I'm saying? Or, my- or you take the hit, and at the end of the day, so what? Everybody knew it was a bad idea. So it's like, if y'all don't want, it's like, on the idea part, it's like, no, you win. If you win, you win big. Yeah. If you lose, you still win because you at least took the that, that was going to be my to question. So, so one of the things that I'm big about, it's, it's something I, I do. Um, but in general, it works well for marketing is data analytics slash looking at your ROI. My question right. then would be, what would be considered a failure of that show? Less than 125 for the weekend. So that's a question that you got to ask is, can you bring in 125? I think realistically was, I with think a month and a half of promotion. 125 is not that bad. It's not no, that hard. That's 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 literally a drop in the bucket in a month and a half when you do promos the way that you do them, right? Right. So you've got plenty of time in theory. Right. Doing the pre-sales will help you. The problem might be is if somebody decides, oh, I don't want to be in, you know, whatever, or just doesn't work. Sales final, bro. I said that's yeah, no, I'm, I'm with final. you. But you know, if the show happens, if the show happens, you get like yeah. you pay for the show. I think I, I'm gonna be honest, right? I think all right, so 450 seats. That's what less a little bit over 25%, a little bit less than 25%. If you got 25, if you're going, yeah, if you're going 450, about 25, yeah, like 23%. Like 20%. one 115 is real, probably like yeah, 107 ish. Yeah, yeah. 115 somewhere in that range would probably so be if, you're, if you'll break so if you're if you're if not break even but if but you're, that's per uh, night right no oh total for the total right and we were already putting 50 people in there we were putting 50 people in there pre while the pandemic was happening because we were we with the dc like you know what i'm saying we got that we got that pass for dc before uh marion burris uh mayor yeah. uh bowser Shut it all the way down. You know what I'm saying? I keep calling I him. Feel like, I feel like <laughs> even, even with my hesitation, my initial gut feeling is to say no because mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I hate trying to do holiday and Sunday shows. I think they're the worst, uh, most atrocious pieces of shit known to mankind unless you're a big name because <laughs> realistically you're just not going to get the people in. Like I don't know how many like Sunday brunch shows I've done, Sunday evening shows. You're not competing right. with football. You're not competing with church. You're not competing with you know Sunday fun day for some people. It's yeah. just hard. Sunday but after, fun day for me, baby. After the initial, oh shit, man, that's that's not just a holiday weekend. It's July fourth. I'm in the campus. Say ain't nothing but two tears in a bucket. Fuck it, go for it. See, and that's and that and that like so like for people that don't understand how I work, right? I am a debater in the sense of I listen to rationale, right? So, like, I always like to throw shit off of people. But if I can convince everybody and I don't have nobody being like, nah, definitely don't fucking do that shit. Like, then that's what, you see what I'm saying? That's what the scary part is because it's like, you're the guy that goes against the grain. I need you to poke holes in my logic so I can see where my shit is at. That's that's how I do whether it's fucking social justice shit or something like this. But I, I mean, that's, say, that's how it always works. I, say I always do it, go against the grain. Do it with the caveat that you know 
what you're going up against. And I, I think right. knowing what you're going up against, it just is what it is. If you can nab half of the folks that are fucking around in the wharf at that point, it's right. fine. Then you win. That's it. Yeah. Now that's, I mean, but we got to do it for the fest, man. Yeah. We got to do it for the festival. Like, it's not even, it's not even like, I think, like, when, when I think most, it's bigger most than the, the time, it's me. Bigger than the well, festival. It, I think it's, 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 it's to get the straight festival up. back. It's it's we get, DC comedy right now. It's right. a step in the right direction to bring comedy from the district back to the forefront of what it could be, what it was pre-pandemic. Right. I said, fuck I mean, it, man. Yeah. Go for it. Fuck it. Go for it. That's, yeah, that's that's the mentality right now, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That's really the mentality. It's just like fuck it. I gotta go for it. Yeah. Um. So like, I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna proceed either way. So. June second and June third. I mean, July second and third. Like we mm. back on the map. Friday, um, Saturday, Friday, Saturday night. Friday, Saturday. I mean, like the people that we reaching out. Like I can't say no names yet because we haven't like solidified the joint yet. Um, but like the people that we reached out to, it's gonna be a fucking fire show. This is got to get the people in it because you know, like we talked about this on the podcast so many times. Like, and this is and this is one of the things, like especially for people that's listening to podcasts, because most people wouldn't even put out their business like this. We've been talking about fucking promoting this in almost every fucking episode. I, was, I don't think almost. an episode goes by where we don't at least mention it. So it's like, but these are the things that you got to deal with and promoting. Yeah. You, sometimes you do things that you don't want to do because it's like the risk is bigger than the reward. Right now, the risk is bigger than the reward. We know that we know that with DC Comedy Festival coming back, we blew our load on promotion before the pandemic happened. Yeah. So a lot of people don't understand, like, me, Rob, and Ivan are now pulling out of our pockets to make this shit happen. Yeah. Because we still got, we got to bring the festival back. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got to bring the festival back. So we pulling out our pockets again to, you know what I'm saying, all over again. We already lost money. Now we got to go back in the pocket, bring out some more money, and, and get yeah. this shit cranking. So it's like. As the more I think about it, man, like, you can't lose on this. Yeah, that's and that's and that's, because, it, it, like you said, they're gonna know if it shits the bed. Everybody's gonna be like, "It was Fourth of July weekend. We expected it." But at least you took that step to say, "Hey, look, we're going back and we're going back hard." Right. So, if nothing else, I think you at least gain favor of fellow comedians, which is never a bad thing in this business. Right. But also, I think it will at least be impressionable enough for the few that do buy in. If it were to fail, that catastrophically i don't see it going that way though i don't think it's gonna fail like i said i don't think it's gonna fail catastrophically nah. I, do, I don't even think it's gonna fail i just don't know about sellout it just and probably won't be it probably won't be the same high bar that you desire from pre-pandemic god damn that's yeah, 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 yeah. but know, right? man yeah, the more i think about it dude that's that's a risk that you take that pays even small dividends but pays down the road and, and then, like I said, we're back. Like, so we're back on to. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, Mac, you're right. Uh, I guess Mac that's just, the question, Mac too. Oh, uh, we just got to be mindful of outbreaks. Um, and, and I'll say that's it. So, like, that's me and Rob were talking about that. Me and Rob was talking about that. And Rob off the break was avid. Like, like, I, I don't know if I'm saying the right word, but he was adamant about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we got to make this a mass event. Yes. Because it's like, like, dude, like, yeah, we, everybody's been getting vaccinated. Not everybody is though. 
And what we don't want is anybody coming in that bitch and then getting sick. No, it's so, just pretty like, funny we're that definitely like gonna do the mask and still do the sanitation and mm -hmm. still do like the like you know what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta be a little bit away from each other, like sit with yeah. groups and all that good stuff. Do it reasonable, yeah. Because what two weeks ago, still 50% of America was like, I'm not getting my fucking vaccine, and all of a sudden yeah. everybody's vaccinated. I don't think I, mean, I, I was that. one, I was one, <laughs> like I, I was one. I literally, I thought no, no, no. Was, I'm talking about the motherfuckers yeah. that are saying they're vaccinated, walking around everywhere, but ain't really vaccinated. You know what I mean? I like, you got plenty of those people that are like, "Yeah, I'll say I'm vaccinated just to get you off my ass about the mask." Like, uh, oh, that's not how this is supposed to work. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to listen. To if they sketchy, kick them out, Mac. We can't kick anybody out that's sketchy. You know why? Because you look sketchy as fuck. Have you not looked at yourself in the mirror at this point? Man, I, I expect these racial connotation messages from Eddie, but not Mac. Why is Mac hitting me up today, man? Today what, because is you just, look like a no-masker? Yeah, do. that's a that's that's you a do. denigration on white people, and I take offense. No, it's not. Now, I if I actually took offense to some shit, I, I know a lot of white people that wear masks. <laughs> you don't look like one of them. I got them. a dope-ass mask, too. I got a homie the clown mask. I'm actually See? mad as shit See? about that because there's like four or five people that are like, what's that? Like homie the shit, clown mask. That shit hurt me, man. Like I, I, I was like, oh, people didn't know who homie the clown was. Yeah, and I realized it's because I'm getting older. Like the people that asked were like 25 years old, so I got them by a good decade now. And I'm like, wait a minute, you mean people to tell me? Older, no, motherfucker, you just old, bro. You old as fuck, bro. I'm old as you, so yeah, you old as fuck. Nah, I, ain't, I ain't that old. So 28, bro. <laughs> you don't look like it, man. You look like you're 42 at all, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that it's all that stress you're carrying in that hairline that just keeps going back. Yo, right here, right here, right here. That's why we try to wear like that even hat a different so much. color. It's like even a different color now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I try I try to wear a hat all the time just for this, just to cover this bullshit up. Oh, but yeah, now yeah. fuck the uh we back, ladies and gentlemen. DZ Comedy Festival is back uh in a big way. Stay tuned, get uh Get information. Make sure you get your information, get your tickets. Make sure you guys are liking and following this page, sharing, telling friends too, damn it. Like this whole thing, no, see, especially yeah, if y'all are comics. I, I keep promoting this shit, damn it. I'm getting tired of right. people being like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go over here and look for this for entertainment. I'm going to go look to this for entertainment. Like, bitch, I'm your friend. You can't even hit up my stuff. Like, I get it. You might get sick of me, but there's other people no, here. I was looking at shit. Let's go. <laughs> I was looking at something, right? And it was like, uh, stop fucking. And I mean, I, I stopped a long time ago, but it was like, well, no, no, I didn't stop this part. I'm sorry. Let me clarify. It was like, basically, stop looking for your family and your friends to be like, oh, I supported you when, before you were funny or before you were anything, right? And he was like, the reason why is because that happens in no business. When people come up with crazy ass ideas, right? Family members will always be like, I support you without actually literally supporting you. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but then when you make it, they'll always be like, I knew he would make it. I knew yeah. he would make it. You get what I'm saying? Like, you gotta stop doing that because your family, like, they want you to see, they want to see you do good. And once you start doing good, they'll get something from they'll not from you, but they'll they'll like, you know what I'm saying, show their support and like saying it. But it's like, what's so easy about a share? And this is the kick, right? Most people don't see him. And I learned that shit with Facebook, bro. What do you so mean people, most people don't see him? So like, all right. So like how your Facebook algorithm always works, right? When you post, if a whole rack of people, what's up, Stephanie? If a whole rack of what's people, uh, when they first see it, 
start liking it or start sharing it, then it'll get more traction. Yeah. But if like, right. But but if you're when it pops up, if your friend list isn't like, oh, I was looking for that because everybody's getting hit with so much spam, right, and so much advertisement. So when it's not a post that they like even care about, or not not even that they don't care about it, but if it's not a post that's like, oh, I wanted to read that to see what was going on, then it doesn't. They don't push as much. You so get what I'm saying? I'm, so like when I'm, we put out, so when we put out podcast stuff, this is this is my point. When we put out podcast stuff, our long podcast, they fucking like our friends share them. Like I talk, my friends tell me shit about. I called a friend earlier today, who was literally watching the podcast when I called him. It was like. Oh, you mustn't you must have saw I was watching your podcast. Like they cause you know what I'm saying? Like, cause yeah. we got our listeners. Most of most of our shit, shit comes from our listeners from the Spotify stuff. And then some people, you know what I'm saying, go back and watch the Facebook clips and, and so on and so forth. But like we already know, sometimes our friends just check in on us. They say something, hey, what's up, guys? Y'all good, hope everything's well, and then they bounce out because yeah. everybody's doing shit. And so, like with the podcast, I stopped worrying about people sharing the drink. I'm just being, I, like because we we already we've been growing without our. I agree. So on, you know I what wholeheartedly saying? agree. Shit. Here's where I'm. Here's where I'm like, no, when, they, when we get there, our friends gonna be like, "Yo, we knew them niggas was gonna make it." We gonna be like, "Yeah, I knew you did." Here's here's, <laughs> here's where I'm torn on that. Right, I agree with you in in principle. Right, I even mm. would go as far to say I sometimes think it's a little selfish of me or any comic out there to have that level of expectation, right? Because everybody's busy uh, to, to have a level of expectation that your friends and family are liking and sharing the comment, right? Or, or right. liking, commenting, sharing, whatever. Right. right. However, I, I know somebody who recently started up a business out there in DC and they do a lot of event planning and, um, dynasty experience, dynasty concepts is what they do. So big shout out to them. They're good people, uh, local owned, black owned business. You can check them out. Good people, like really great people. You now, really he, black people. Gotcha. I mean, it's just my friends, I guess. But <laughs> um, so he, he, he shared a post recently that said the gist of it was it is that deep. And long story short, the post was like, look, when you have friends or family that are trying to do these things to get themselves out of the nine to five and do the extra. It takes nothing for you to do an occasional like, to do an occasional share. It's legitimately free. Right. Now, I, I backtrack that to put that in perspective of my own thing. I can count on one hand how many people I would consider friends that throughout years worth of pumping online content or doing this stuff that has ever even liked the shit you know what i'm saying like whether yep. it's the actual page whether it's my post from the page or something so it's really hard to not feel some type of way and the gist of that post was like it is that deep especially as you start to get into the real grind of it the newness is wore off and you're kind of fighting upstream against everything you've got to fight upstream so it's it, that's that weird part where i'm torn where like i i kind of agree that you shouldn't have that expectation but at the same token it's it costs you nothing, nothing. Yeah, but I mean, how many of your friends? How many of your friends have done stuff, right? And you just didn't see it. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have friends. I have friends who, like, yeah, we talk about we talk about my accomplishments on the podcast. We talk about your accomplishments on the podcast. We talk about our other friends' uh, accomplishments on the podcast. I have friends who I know know that don't know 
half of my accomplishments because we don't go, we're not braggadocious about it. It's yeah. not like I'm, I mean, you are, but I'm not, yeah. I'm really not, though. <laughs> you think I am, which I'm is what makes I me laugh. Gonna, I knew it was gonna set it you makes, off. Yes, dude. No, no, I told somebody else that shit. I was like, I brought up the DC Comedy Festival. Every time I bring it up, turns is like, oh my god. <laughs> I just like I like to get the reaction out of you. I, I I enjoy because I always pick up little gems from it, anyways. But the fact that I get to poke the proverbial bear in you, it's just it tickles my fancy so much. That's that's but how you, I am. It, it, It'll be amazing how many of my friends have no idea what the fuck we even talk about. So, so like, I struggled with that too, yeah. right? Because I know in the algorithm thing, it doesn't work in my favor. As of now, it doesn't work in our favor because we don't have that type of following specifically on social media platforms. Right. We don't upload this and immediately get 10 to 15 people liking it to share it, to be like, check this shit out. You want to see it. That works right. in your favor, right? We don't get right. that. So I, I understand it's likely buried, but it's still... It's still hard dealing with the humanistic side and, and doing the content creation, if you will, and not getting that feedback. Yeah, I just I, I guess I just stopped. I stopped worrying about it, man. Like, I, I mean, did. I'm not saying like, you know, what I'm saying like, I'm not saying oh, you're worried about it. it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I had to stop because it gets uh, it it's gets taxing. Uh, it's too fucking it's taxing. Very taxing, bro. It's, it's too tiresome. Shit you like, can't control, man. Right. And then you stop being like, oh, so you don't really fuck with me like that. You this, you that, like, and it's like I don't want to go down this path. Well, then it you know gets, what I mean. Like it, it I don't want to go down that path when, at all. Yeah, it gets too easy when shit doesn't go right to then go back down that path. Well, it ain't going right, and nobody fucks with me, and nobody like so. Fuck it. Why am I doing it? It's too easy, man. Yeah. So that's why, I, like, I just stay away from it. But yeah. like, I was having my mom. Um, shout out my mama, mama Lee. Uh, shout out. Mom made a mom made a brunch. So my mom does these brunches. These, she cooks brunch for everybody, right? Every Sunday. Now, mind you, I'm such a great son that I didn't realize. I, yeah, yeah. I'm about to listen. I'm such a great son. I, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know she was doing these every Sunday. <laughs> I, so me and River came down, and I thought she had just did it because me and River came down. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really great treat. Uh, right. What the fuck are you talking and, about? And then come to find out, she's been doing this shit for fucking months. Like, literally, <laughs> for months. So, like, now I'm looking like a fucking piece Is of Mama Lee, wait, wait, wait. Here's the real question. Is Mama Lee pancakes or waffles? No, pancakes. Like, we had blueberry pancakes uh, yesterday, bro. Okay. That joint, that joint was so good, fam. I'll give a Not pass. I mean, I mean, I prefer the waffle, but I'll give a pass when it's blueberry pancakes. Listen, I prefer pancakes over waffles. No, man, not gonna lie crispy to you. ass waffle like Belgian waffle with a little bit of crisp on the outside will beat out pancakes every day of the week. You're tripping every fucking trip. This is a hill Bro, I will die tripping. on too. Belgian waffles you're with a little tripping. bit of crisp on the outside are the greatest breakfast pastry carb sort, whatever the hell you want to call it. I want to agree with you so bad, but I just can't. Like it's like to. okay, it's all right. right. So so I'm be honest with you. So okay. And honest to God, I have had a person who a, a, a plate a venue who definitely made the best Belgian waffles, right? 
And I'm just is way better. So you yes, if you it. can find a place that can yes, make you a can. fucking amazing, when it's done yes, you right, can't you beat can't it. beat it. You can't beat it. You can't. They're beat it. made the right. little pockets in there for syrup. It's just made for that shit. You got but so many. It's so different. easy you can do to chicken do and wrong. waffles. You don't do chicken and pancakes. It's so that's easy not to do even a wrong. thing. But it's, it's chicken so easy and waffles. It's so easy to do wrong. It might be, but it's waffles, baby. Crispy waffles will beat out pancakes every day. And here's the other fun fact about pancakes. They used to be called hoe cakes. That tells you everything you need to know. What? Yeah, they used to be called hoe cakes because you used to cook them on hoes, the garden hoes. Like, you know, the, the hoe tool, the one that's just the little flat blade. Yeah, that's a fun fact for you for today. Hold on, what? what hoe cakes. Like, H-O cakes. Hoe cakes. What? Look it up. What the fuck used are you to talking be pancakes. About? No. Yes, that's not. That's that, not you, I hope you're looking up in your little Google machine you got there, young yeah. man. Let's do I'm, this. I'm really uh, six yo, months younger than me. Let's you, go. <laughs> did you just say that? Hold up, pancakes. Whole cakes. Hold up. Uh, what is it? Pancakes. Whole cakes. Be called. Whole. You're lying, bro. No, I ain't. Even General George Washington used to serve his troops whole cakes back in the day. No, man. Whole oh. cakes. Whole cakes. See, okay, so I've heard, I've heard Johnny cakes. Yeah, Johnny cakes. You know, flapjacks, Johnny cakes, flapjacks, griddle cakes, buckwheat. Yeah. I've cake. heard those. Never heard whole cake. That's in my life. I've never heard of a whole cake. But so now I you see, cooking on a garden hose. Yeah, the that's garden, some white the garden hoe. Shit. The garden hoe. You know what I'm saying? The the one that's the flat blade shit with the big long wooden handle. It literally is shaped like this. I know right? exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they used to cook them shits over the fire like that. Whole cakes. Yo, this is the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Bro. Man, I can't Ooh. believe you ain't finding it. White yet. people, white people. No, I found it. I'm, I'm still doing work, but it's absurd, right? Yeah. Well, who the fuck? Who the fuck was the genius what? behind that one? I think I don't know. I thought it was Washington, maybe, but obviously it's probably around before him. But see, like I said, whole cakes. It did say no, no, but I did see that. It did say that, but it comes. But and this is you know what's was funny to me. Uh, the the first blog that came up. Kansas City cakes, cakes <laughs> but ironically, you have whole cakes that are the little pancakes, but that's also what you can call a uh, whore's vagina. Also, a whole cake. <laughs> that's white trash humor gonna... for you, but I had to do it. <laughs> nah, so yeah, how the fuck did you find that out, bro? Like, what the fuck? My mind is full of you? useless <laughs> shit. That serves me no purpose in life, but I just fucking know it, man. I just know it. <laughs> what was your day like that you was like, yo, where the fuck did pancakes come from? <laughs> I knew I knew stupid yo. shit like that. I just recently found out that like C-sections might have long-term implications on humankind because they're birthed differently. So yeah, so I found this out the other day. Uh humans were so used to natural birth that it just was part of their thing on the way out you tend to swallow a lot of the fluids which are actually really good for you as a baby help you build up antibodies yeah yeah but with yes, the yes, prevalence yes, yes, yes. of c-sections that's changed and so now they're like we don't know what's going to happen to humans in the next 100 years because they're not getting the same nutrients my mind is I'm full of honest. useless shit like that that serves zero purpose in life but i'm going to be honest shit like bro. this i don't think see i think that's a little different bro like you need to act, your wife is had a kid Ask your wife. I don't think a lot of people go into surgery like, you know what I want? C-section. Let me get this over with. Just give me a C. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Most of the know, time, man. that's a last resort. Most are a last resort. Some you know women what I'm schedule that like shit thing. nowadays for convenience, bro. No, they not do for the inducing they and they do the inducing and C-section because they either had one before or they're like, I don't want to do the what's the yeah, but if you the if shit you where they gotta cut the girl's taint, the episiotomy. There we go. Because they get the tearing when it tears down when it tears down there. Oh yeah, gotta, yeah, 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 yeah. And they gotta yeah, yeah, cut yeah, yeah. the never... extra little thing. I think they call that the episiotomy. No coming back. No coming back from that. No. <laughs> No coming back from your asshole being cut open, baby. They extended. They, they basically just extended the taco to a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I think like most. Yeah, most women don't want a C-section, though. Look, dude, I, don't I don't. I think like and and they. I remember when um River was born. They like, I, and I'm not having another kid, so I will never be able to like <laughs> to make sure this is correct. What the doctor said, uh, but <laughs> but they changed up how uh, they changed up how they do the C-section so that if you do go with a, if you do have to have an emergency C-section on your first one, you don't automatically have to get it again, right? Because I think that was the old way of of the thing. Like that was the old way. You, yeah, yeah. If you caught a C-section, you had to do a C-section. Well, because it was how they cut so, you or some shit. Yeah, I don't know anything about women. Yeah, let's make, I, oh, let's, let's make sure that's clear to all yeah. the ladies that might hear this episode. I just like, know how to yeet, yeet, you skeet, skeet around the women. House. That's it. I have Yo, proof no. that I know how to skeet in women because I have a walking receipt. That's the only I'm still mad at you on evidence. that post, bro. I'm so I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude is wild right now, bro. This that's the kind this of stupid shit that honestly right just now, floats around in my head all day. Like I think I stupid stuff like, like yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna say today is skeet receipt day. <laughs> yeah, that was that one was wild, bro. I'm gonna be honest with Mother's you. Mother's Day, was... aka skeet receipt. That shit's got a ring to it. <laughs> Does it though? Yeah. Does it though, Terrence? Does it have a does it have a ring to it? I feel Terrence? like I feel like this needs to be a clip now that you're challenging me on this, and we need to kind of ask the people, like, because I got a pretty positive response about my skeet receipt day. Did you know? I did. I did. Nobody likes a skeet receipt day, bro. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Skeet <laughs> receipt is perfect. I got a walking skeet receipt. You got a walking skeet receipt. <laughs> no, I don't. Son. I have a walking lover, lo lovely. Fucking uh uh, yes. uh uh yeah damn you have yeah. a wonderful daughter that also happens to be your skeet receipt <laughs> receipt no no that's that's my receipt that says I've never been I'm not a virgin that's that is that's my a skeet receipt no but you skeet like nigga I skeet every two days in the fucking in a in a in a yeah, fucking napkin. but you also have a receipt <laughs> where that skeet went to say Eddie did in fact Skeet where it counts. <laughs> oh my lord, Jesus Christ! Skeet where it counted. <laughs> he can get the job done, dude. I I said that to uh, what, no no. I heard that joke, but then I've been hearing like which we're gonna get into. Oh, in we're gonna talk about jokes. You want to oh, talk yeah, about jokes? Yeah, we gotta get into that. But I I saw, I saw so many comics doing this one joke, but I remember seeing it on TV, so I was like, I know where the fuck y'all got it from, dumbass. Uh what was it? Oh, uh, when you meet a chick that has babies, you know she fucking. Oh, my! I swear on. Here's the thing: you've encountered my so dad. Old. You've encountered my dad a few times. This is a hundred percent true. That was a part of my sex talk from my father. Oh my lord, Jesus Christ! My dad told me that if I'm gonna go out there doing the business, 
to make sure that I do it with girls that have kids because they're probably not going to want another one. Number one. Number two, you have evidence that they put out. Because, and I'm not sitting here saying my dad is correct. Obviously, my dad's going to get us all in trouble. Like, your, and I'm your here with Your father's the worst of us. Your father's he, the worst of us. And I love it. Like, <laughs> That's why I love Lord. <laughs> he, he, he tells me, he's like, man, just make sure you wrap your shit because I'm not going to be taking care of no damn kids. And I was like, okay. I love Lord, and he's like, yo. live by the four F's in life, all right? Find them, finger them, fuck them, forget them. That's it. And then that's when he went into the, <laughs> the mom deal. And I'm like, Oh, so basically you're just going to fucking <laughs> do some two live crew on me, dad. All right. <laughs> Yo, I fucking love Lauren, bro. That dude is fucking amazing. Son. Like what? That yeah, my is dad, my guy. A hundred grand. And, yeah. and one of the first people to fucking love the podcast. So yeah. Ha -ha. <laughs> he does love the podcast. Stay sharing it when he gets no, he, online. He don't be getting online like that no me. more, but he do. Be, he loves he, me. He be loving this shit. But my he dad's got me, jokes. Bro. Is where I get my jokes from. But speaking well, of jokes, well, that explains Eddie, a lot. That is speaking of jokes, Eddie. No, no, yeah. Speaking of jokes, you be stealing your fucking father's jokes. Like no, I don't. I do talk about my dad like, though. Yeah. Like Leslie was stealing fucking precious jokes. So if you haven't heard, ladies <sighs> and gentlemen, uh, a comedian that we have had on the show, I'm gonna uh, get in trouble, alumni. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble, alumni. Precious Hall, uh, mm -hmm. who. Uh, uh, today basically put out a post on Instagram showing another person who we hope to have on a podcast one day that now has to explain uh, what happened. I do want to uh, ask the question. Got to ask that question of what happened. But uh, she stole a joke. It appears. It appears. It appears like she stole a joke. It could be. It could be the joke is common. It could be. I. I. We haven't really worked with Patrice as comedians, but. As what is coming through uh, the networks, precious. there's th precious. I'm sorry, uh, I did say Patrice. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a different comic. <laughs> I was like, not wait, only what? did not only she gets jokes stolen, she getting her name changed off this bitch. <laughs> uh, no, no, so Precious Hall. Um, so what's coming through the wire is find a Precious Hall comedy on Instagram. Uh, Please find her. She's very funny. Post, very funny. And very she talented. has a great. And she has a very good podcast. Love her. She energy. has. She has used this theme of what the dick do um, for years now. She has shirts of this stuff. She has shirts. Has merchandise. Yes. With this tag on it for now, years now. The argument, and as I have, I have spoken about on this podcast, I have a very popular joke that I do that is also on shirts. And I remember doing the joke in front of said person not on stage i was talking so said person might not have known that it was actually a joke blah 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 we can go down the fucking path either way um said person is now doing a joke fairly similar to my joke so the argument that is coming through the wires is that Leslie was also the same way. Like Leslie was doing this joke for years. And now that she got a special, she put the joke out on special. Mm -hmm. And as it goes with comedy, whoever gets it to TV first wins. Yeah. I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that so long ago. And it's like, it has not changed. Yeah. And Whoever gets it to TV first wins. I have another friend yeah. who is very who is very known. Um, has an, has uh has 
uh, 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 a special in which he does a joke that I, I've heard him do for ye many years. And then somebody came behind and then posted their version of the same joke that they've been doing for many years. So it does get tricky. This is not a this is not an easy thing to just be putting out there that people, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. took your stuff. So I I mean, like which I mean, what is your thoughts behind this? So my question initially before I, I go is do you think Precious handled it well? Mm. I think she handled it the way that she thought she was supposed to handle it. Right. That's the best I can say on it. That's not a politically a correct answer. That's, answer. that's very politically it's just correct it, answer. It's, but I'm not trying to be. It's a very, like, it, I get it really is that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she did what she thought she had to do. Yeah. And sometimes what you thought you had to do is not right. And sometimes what you thought you had to do is right. Who's Who the fuck am I to tell you that yeah. you was fucking wrong? You're you right. get what I'm saying? I. It's it's one of those things that you're right. It's It's extremely hard. And it's really hard to broach the subject, too, because you don't know, as a comic who's felt that his his joke was done by somebody else before, right. you know the individual. Um, we all know the individual. I, I had never heard this joke done before. I sat there. I ruminated on it because there was a couple of other comics that were like, hey, T, that, are, are, you, are you seeing this? Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, damn. I didn't know how to handle it because that was my first real time in my face potential issue. Right. And I did what I felt I should do. I did the adult thing. And all I said was, Hey, I do something very similar to that. And I've been doing it a while. I'm not right. saying you stole it. I'm not saying anything other than I have been doing something extremely similar for a while to see what the reaction would be. Cause I can read people. I kind of like to see what their reaction is because a lot of times you can tell when somebody's lying anyways. Right. I don't think the individual was lying. It's just one of those things. And when I found that out, that after the fact, having talked to somebody else, this other individual had been doing a joke similar to me for quite some time. That kind of hit me because I was like, well, shit, now I don't want this cat to think I was being an asshole when I wasn't trying to be. Right. But I also right. don't want to do that fucking joke anymore because at that so point it's washed to me. And so that's like I was told a long time ago. I had I had a joke that was <clears> a very <throat> hacky joke. And this is where I think people run into the situation, not this particular incident, but this does happen. People run into a situation where you do a joke that you put your twist on. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is it's a street joke. It could be everybody's heard the, the, the locker room joke. Of and I and I used to do this stupid ass joke too. Uh, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? And then everybody does their version. I think every dude has at least written some semblance of let me take right. my spin on that. Yeah. And so the, but the issue when you do that is you sound fucking hacky. You sound blatant. You don't have a perspective. Right. You don't have a respect, you don't have a, a true perspective. So then excuse me. So then people are like, eh. Like, who cares? Who cares about this dude? You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's a real thing. That really is a real thing of, like, people have these jokes. A lot of people have these jokes. I was talking to another comic about this situation today, and we were saying a lot of people have jokes that they do, and they feel like 
that joke because they wrote it and their voice that it's not they don't theirs. Yeah. Right. They don't, and they might not see it as other people have done it. You get what I'm saying? But like see, that's, to, to be fair though, right? Before we go further, to be very fair, that's almost inherent within comedy too, right? Because they always tell you to be original and don't right. talk about things that other people have talked about. But it's like, we're in 2021. We as comics are very late to this game as far as it is talking about shit. Right. Nothing hasn't been talked about in some capacity. And then when you throw the internet on there where it's memes and short clips and content creation all the time, and it's people fucking sharking from that or just taking genuinely funny and trying to make a spin, that becomes part of it because you but that's kind what of are putting but your flavor fruit. on it. I agree. So this is oh, and that's what it, and that's where it goes. That's where it gets really tricky, right? So Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Stewart, uh, shout out Mike Stewart from Baltimore, always taught me like he doesn't listen to comics because of affected thinking. Affected thinking, affected thinking. If you don't understand it, is when you hear something and be and you might not acknowledge it. You don't have to acknowledge it. You just hear it, and then you're in a in a sense of trying to write you jokes. might not even know you really heard it like that exactly yeah. and then you start right when you start writing the joke boom it's in your fucking head so and you and because you thought of it outside of the arena of where you heard it and you side of your head you're like oh this i just wrote cold. a really good joke yeah right and so you get a situation alex brown my uh one of my really good friends in comedy alex brown and I just saw this last Thursday. This is not even a joke. I just saw this last Thursday. Um, I do one of my jokes, and I'll say it now because I can't do it anymore. But I used to do a joke, and in one of my jokes, I say, um, if you give me your ID at the door, right, like, I'm going to fucking rob you. I know where you're not, right? I would say this shit all the time. Two years ago, I started doing that part of the joke, I want to say three or four years ago. But I don't really use it a lot. I throw it every blue moon. Whatever. Two years ago, uh, Alex had sent me something on Twitter. I'm never on Twitter. Something happened that when I hit my phone, something happened in news, that when I hit my phone to read it, it was on Twitter. So I opened up my Twitter account. And I was like, oh, shit, I'll never look at this shit. And then in mentions, Alex had mentioned me and was like, hey, Eddie Lyles. Right, and it was Roy Wood Jr., who I've Ooh. never met and I don't watch. He literally and I don't follow, I never seen this uh this tweet before. Mm -hmm. He tweeted, he tweeted it. Um, if you do security, I, he said, I wish I could do security because if people ever handed me their ID, I would just rob them because I know that they're not home. Yeah, it's too similar to the joke that I was doing. So what happens is I don't know if me and Roy heard it from somebody else or we saw it somewhere or whatever the case. I just know that I wrote that part of the joke when I created my, my security joke. Here's, you know here's what I'm saying? Shitty, like, I already knew that. Here's the shitty part, though, too, right? Is as realistic as a possibility is all that could be, that it's all matters of happenstance and chance and everything else. Right. There has also been a proven, proven record of established comics sharking shit off of lower level comics like us, whether it be from Instagram pages, YouTube channels, Facebook posts, Twitter posts, and everything, 
They shark it because they have the name, they have the clout to get it up on the platform and on TV. And whatever you thought of, it ain't yours no more. And whether whether people want to admit that that's a thing or not, that's very real fucking thing. There was a very public incident 15 or so years ago with Joe Rogan and Carlos Mencia with that ordeal. Even Robin Williams, right? Robin Williams among the comedy community was notorious. For joke thievery. Now, some people would say it's because he did the stream of consciousness, so it's probably a lot of that congruent thinking, whatever. But let's not pretend like there's not – Dennis Leary is one that's been documented having sat in the back of the club and stole shit. Straight up, outright stole shit because what are you going to do? Yeah, and some – I mean, one of the famous stories is about Joan Rivers, who – famous comic, uh, TV personality – Fucking sat in a room, told a com- I asked the comic, said, hey, I really like your joke. I want to use your joke. And the comic said, no, nah, that's one of my best jokes. Um, I want to keep it. And she was like, so I can pay you for it? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle talked about it in one of his uh uh uh, mm-hmm. uh, face, uh face Instagram, I not Instagram, you YouTube. or I take it. I, I can pay you or I take it. Yeah. Uh, and, and that comic was also from DC, and I've heard I've heard the story about that, um, of who it was. But that's just what it is. Like that's how comedy works. So it's like the robbery part. No, it shouldn't be that. Everybody knows that we're the only, we're one of the few people that have copyright infringement, uh, who don't can't use copyright infringement because we work on stage. You know what I'm saying? We work they, in. Um, they have yet to modify intellectual property as well at this point right. that's that's a, a key hindrance and and that's in all honesty i as much as i don't like that i get why they don't have that one right now because it's well, you almost impossible to yeah, do you can't yeah because if you say all right if you say if you say like we talked about what's the white girl what's the white girl taylor swift yeah. remember she re-recorded her album right 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 if she re-recorded her album and just changed the tones and the beats behind her songs to make them dip so much different from her original ones that they couldn't yep. do it. So you run yep. into that situation. Right. If you don't know when, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like I talk different than you talk. So if you, t- if me and you both write a joke right now, we both can do the joke and it wouldn't sound the same. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So you have that situation. So do, did I, do I think uh, Precious like got the joke stolen or stole a joke? I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say that I definitely know. What I am going to say is the jokes are very similar, right? It does um, look suspicious. It does look, but I've also, I don't know who originated it, but I know the joke. Does that make sense? Like, I've heard it before yeah. from no, not even those two. That's And when, and I don't know when Leslie taped it, and I don't know when Precious came up with it. Yeah. So I don't know if they, somebody stole it from them. It's just one of those things that it does suck because it could be conscious thinking or it could be infected thinking, and nobody knows. But I will be honest. The way Precious had did it before Leslie taped her special, the way Precious did it, the acting, the, the movements, and all of that shit matched up all the fucking way. Yeah, and, and that's that. that's where it gets really suspect because if it's – If it's 95% of the same joke, I tend to even give a little bit of a leeway of saying it's fucking fishy, but that last 5% is at least 
you use salt and pepper rather than garlic, salt, and oregano. All right, got it. You right. you right, 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 did right, it. Right, you right. made it your own. Even though I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have made the dish that way. All right, got right. it. It gets right. really fishy when the mannerisms come along the same way and the delivery of the line is the same emphasis, hey. right? Because you yeah. kind of had that with Amy Schumer and some of Patrice O'Neill's jokes. Yeah, but they wrote together. And so that I one was agree. even more sketchy because it was a known fact. And this is one of the things that ran into uh, Andrew Schultz and uh, Kevin Hart situation. Mm -hmm. Um. <clears throat> A lot of these comics nowadays, which is another reason why I don't like it, right? Like, you know, everybody talks shit about me when I say it, but I just, this is one of the main reasons why I don't like the shit. Uh, Kevin Hart tried to do a show, was about to do a show fairly similar to Andrew Schultz's show. Very similar to Andrew Schultz's show. Mm -hmm. um, was called the same thing. It was, uh, um, shit. It was basically Andrew Schultz was doing a show where he taught the comics and they talked about jokes. They worked out jokes that they didn't normally use. So it might be a joke that they thought was super funny in the moment, but they've never put it on stage because it just didn't come out the correct way. Right. And so Kevin was doing a similar drink and they called it, Kevin called it the same exact thing. The issue was, is that Kevin didn't come up with the idea. Somebody on Kevin, somebody else in Kevin's team came up with the idea. And so Kevin like shut everything down. Like this show had got announced and everything. Kevin shut the whole thing down. And like Andrew was like, I commend him because I don't think people understand how much it is, how much time it takes to green light a show. Yeah. His show was already green light. They already got commercials out and he shut it down because he had saw that I did it first. Now, to that point, I've still heard of people talking about Kevin's team stealing people's shit. So it's like, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if the comic themselves heard it. Because yeah. most of these comics are not out anymore, right? When you get yeah. to a certain level, you're not out that much anymore. And let's be so honest. How many them also, have not all of them are writing themselves, right? That like, was my point. We've, we've so talked about that before. We, and we talked about that before, right? Because I at that point, that's when I said, I feel like, it was we, we were talking about it during the specials thing because we disagreed right. on the specials. I said, I feel like the whole thing cheapens the art of comedy, which I still right. do. I understand it. I don't like it. And I do think it cheapens it. Right. With all of that, they absolutely have teams of people. And some of them are just writers constantly writing. But you also don't know what those guys are doing. Right. Because right. they're still subject to the same humanistic shit we're accustomed to. So they right. can get some of that congruent thinking coming through, all of the same stuff. True. It gets dicey, but that's part of this fucking whack-ass, crazy-ass, shitty-ass, fun-ass business, right? Like, it's just part of it. <laughs> it's the shitty part of the business, man. Yes. So, yeah, I, I hope everything works out. Like, I've seen this I've seen this happen too many times. Yeah. And it's just, um, I'm talking about not just people stealing jokes. I'm saying, like, people who put out Somebody stole a joke. That's and the thing that I was I was hoping you'd go here. Yes, please. I've go never there. seen it. I've never seen anything come from it. I've never seen it end well. Yeah, like I mean, well, it, it normally just ends and nobody knows how the fuck it ended. I it just went away. 
I know it was just there gone. Was, there was one that was prominent in the Baltimore area, which names yes. I'll omit for now. Um, because right. I'm not gonna air out people's business again, but there was that one that was prominent. Right. You know which one I'm talking about. Yes, and the 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 individual that made the initial accusations just got shat on right. because the other individual had a shitload of followers and loyalists. I, I mean, that's the only way I can put it. They were very loyal to what they were a fan of. But you and, gotta be honest about this shit. The joke has been done uh, multiple yeah. fucking I times. I completely bro. agree. I completely agree. But on the subject of ever bringing that up, that's why I was hesitant to even bring mine up in that instance. Because I didn't want to burn bridges, especially if it was something I'm not 100% certain on. But right. I couldn't I couldn't just sit in silence because kind of like that quote I shared the other day, man, when you have something to say, silence becomes a lie. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that. So I felt I had something to say. I wanted to be very adult about it. Right. I don't know that even then that I handled it the right way, because maybe the best thing to do in that moment is just to be like, well, ain't nothing but two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. I got to write and do more. I mean, maybe that really is the fucking answer, but. Right. It's it's a weird thing to navigate. So when you see that people do get shit on, is it worth get it? Get shit on. Get shit on. Yeah, your shit ass. On. Your ass. <laughs> get shit on. I mean, because then, then it gets fucking relegated into the whole like from the one Baltimore incident. Bitch, you're just trying to get fame and stuff that ain't yours. And you're trying yep. to bite this. And it's like. I don't want that, man. Like, I got enough shit I got to deal with. I've got enough stuff Eddie, I'm trying to be funny about. I don't want that. To close this one out, Eddie Bryant told me a long time ago, if somebody stole your joke, then you can't do nothing about it. Write a better joke. And Eddie Bryant, and I'm when I'm telling you, when I'm telling you, I saw the pain in Eddie's eyes when he said this shit because somebody yeah. did his joke on a special. And it is one of the jokes that people literally quote. And Eddie did it first. Yep. And and Eddie did it in front of him on a taping that didn't come out. Yeah. So not only did Eddie do the joke first, he did it on a taping that this person was at. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And the taping didn't come out. And then this dude, then this dude taped his special. His special came out. And it was one of the prominent jokes inside of the special. It is like, and it's, it's, it's almost to, yeah, it's almost to a T because the dude's not from DC and the joke is about people in DC mm. where Eddie's from. So mm. at, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it was one of those joints where it was just like, damn, bro. He's like, yep. listen, I've had jokes. Take, I've had people take jokes. What, what can you do right now? You get what I'm saying? So yeah. make a better joke. I, I, I wholeheartedly I that's believe that what it comes down to that that really does come down to because if nothing else, I think that that should be a learning experience for you to say, okay, it happened. I learned business wise is what it is. I learned this shit happens, but then you learn how to adjust and adapt your funny to keep pressing on. Because if somebody right. can take a joke that you find is one of yours and you feel really good about it, you feel some type of way, you're like, man, this is one of my jokes. If you can scrap that because of any reason, let alone the fact that somebody stole it and come right, back right, with right, better right. jokes, 
I imagine right. no scenario where that doesn't make you a better comic. Right. Not. Yep. I, I agree with you on that one, brother. Yeah. I really do agree with you on that one. All right. What's the next subject? What we got, baby? What we Man, got? Let, let's talk about all this pancake shit. <laughs> let's talk about my guy that was running from the cops down there in Houston. I don't even remember all the details of the story. I just yeah, know I there was a dude in Houston that was in some trouble, was about to get busted or was getting arrested. And the dude said, fuck it and let out a tiger. A fucking tiger. I'm not saying like a stuffed tiger. I'm not even saying like one of those big ass bangle cats that's like two feet taller than a house cat and they're kind of nasty. No, a full grown ass tiger. And that was, I want to say that was like middle of April. That tiger has been on the loose since until today. Today, the tiger was caught. My question to you, my man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How long was the tiger gone? Like, um, um, like I want to say it was at least two weeks. I know it was at least two weeks. Had to have been tigers. at least two weeks. I just got tigers in Houston running around for two and weeks. And so they just catch this no. tiger. What do you no. do if you step outside your house for your morning stretch or you, ah, shit, man, I got to go to work. And then, bam, there's a fucking tiger across the street. I'm going to tell you. It's going to look like somebody melted a fucking Hershey bar in my underpants, my guy. Like, I am shitting myself immediately. No, you let go of the tiger, bro. I am shooting everything I have in my gun. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I'm, I'm, I'm not lying to you, bro. I'm, I'm shooting everything I have in my gun. I feel Are you like out of your fucking mind, I bro? I feel like there's part of me that I feel like I try mind. to coax it my way to see if it's house trained. Like, I feel like no. there's just a small part of me that would want to to see if I can no. get like a collar no. around it and then make it my own. Because hey, listen, this is why black people make fun of Africans, right? Because it's like when they when they be pulling, when we be seeing Africa, we be like, oh, them motherfuckers be running with tigers and shit. We don't do that shit, bro. Bullshit. Like, I'm, like, bullshit. There's a magazine people, cover. There's a magazine cover with Mike do Tyson shit, with a tiger on a no, chain. No, 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 and he's no, no, standing there like no. this. Mike Tyson ain't normal, bro. Mike Tyson not normal, bro. He's you can't still, use Mike still, Tyson against. He's still black. That just defeated everything of what you just said. No, bro. Yes. Listen, Mike Tyson different, bro. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson I dare different. you to tell Mike Tyson to his face he ain't black enough. You would never. No, no. Him. I'm not gonna tell him he's not black enough. Exactly. I'm gonna say, bro, you different. You, Don't bring that shit to you me. You would say nigga. that you very different. respectfully. You'd be like, you are different, very respectful, sir. You different, bro. I think you're different in a good way, sir. <laughs> nah, I think you just different. <laughs> Fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, nah, fam. I, I'm a not. Tiger. I'm good on the tiger shit, my guy. And we're talking a full grown tiger. Bro. I'm good on that tiger shit, bro. I don't fuck with the tiger shit, bro. That's just not. I mean, I'm being honest with you. That's not my cup of tea. What do they say? They like not, they, they can jump twenty feet in the air vertically, vertically. No, I, I'll never forget Joe Rogan did a uh, show. From Joe when Rogan the had a, jumped it, when the motherfucker jumped it, and he said, "That is a fucking monster." That is a and predator. That, that was literally my. That was when I was like, "Oh, I like Joe Rogan," and I kept like I stayed with Joe. <laughs> like nigga, are you out of your? I think fucking that special mind? was when I became a, fun, a fan of his comedy in general. Was that? Yeah, hey, bro. Was, I'm not fucking. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind, bro. <laughs> How did this dude get the tiger in the first place? Like, 
Motherfucker, it's fucking Texas. The motherfuckers get True. everything, bro. True. They got like wild zebras and shit out there. No, they got more. It, I think I think they said it's more motherfucking uh big cats. There is more big cats in Texas than there are in the fucking wild, bro. There are That's more cats in Texas than there are in the fucking wild. Could you imagine if like tomorrow something happened? And like every security system went down, and then every tiger and lion that's there just got out. What just got just got out in I'm Texas? Out. I'm out. I'm moving more states I'm away. Out. Yeah, I'm out. I don't even care that I'm I'm several states away. I'm moving further the fuck away. Because you know, I actually recently found out Jaguars. Jaguars have been slowly making their way up from uh Central America up through Mexico. They've been spotting wild ass jaguars in Arizona and Texas along the fucking border because mm. they're such nomadic cats. And then here's the thing, right? This is what they said in the documentary, Eddie. This is this. I'm not quoting, but I'm paraphrasing, and I'm gonna keep this as accurate as possible. He said the one thing you could look forward to is if you ran into a wild jaguar and you couldn't scare it off, is right. it so deadly it'll kill you fucking immediately. Bitch, that's nothing to look forward to. Like, I want to... Hold, hold on, what? That's exactly what he said. He said, look, if you can't scare it off, which you probably can't because jaguars aren't really afraid of shit, you right. can at least look forward to the fact that they make kills in six seconds and less. And I was like, I think you and I need to define... Uh, what looking forward to something actually means because that's not my definition, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, six seconds? Well, shit, I was hoping for 30. No, motherfucker. Like, I'm trying to stay alive away from Jaguars in general. But you want to be like, but if it got you, it'd kill you in six seconds. So there's but if, that. But if they do, though. <laughs> but if- I mean, they won't, they, won't, they won't take that long to kill you. But what if they do, though? I'm like... I seen that video when that fucking jaguar jumped from the tree into the water to then grab the crocodile and drag that bitch out the water and yeah, take it up. The motherfuckers don't play games, bro. They play zero games. They Yo, give jaguars zero fucks, the and they're yeah. afraid of nothing. No, I'm cool. Nothing. I don't need nothing. that shit. So to know that nothing. they got wild nomadic ones in Arizona, lady was like, right. oh, we should go to Arizona because I'm stationed there. It's nice. I'm cool. Don't need it. No, you were stationed there like 15 years ago. It's changed. Don't need that in my life. Yeah. Listen, only thing I'm telling you, bro, again, is if a tiger comes out, if a dude lets his tiger go, Peter is not gonna like me. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm shooting everything I have in my gun at that motherfucker. You're not even gonna be looking. You're just gonna be uh, no, no, I'm gonna be looking. I'm gonna be looking. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be looking. Because my eyes ain't gonna be able to dart off that little mother, that big <laughs> motherfucker. I'm shooting the shit out of that joint. Y'all remember when fucking uh, Tiger King was on and the tiger grabbed his foot and he had to shoot the motherfucker to get him off? He, I think he, like, at, he, show, he shot at him. He shot at him. He didn't want to kill a joint. I don't know how bitch? he had that. I told my wife that. I said, I don't know how he had that self-control. Bro. I, don't, I wouldn't. he's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he definitely white. is fucking. I mean, There's yeah. no black people in this entire fucking show. He's, he's like that hillbilly no. level of white for sure. So, yeah. Dude, they went from Oklahoma. Texas, yeah, North Carolina, uh, what other places they go? You gotta they, give. T- then they went to Vegas. Yeah, you did not see one black person in the entire show. Actually, nope. Take back. They had one. They had one black girl. 
that one, I think she was like light skinned too. So she don't even count. Hey man. We don't <laughs> when it comes all to tigers, hearing, don't count. All I'm hearing you say, man, is illegal yeah. tiger trading needs an equal opportunity program. So we can have equal representation. That's all I'm hearing. All I'm saying is let's cut the is, racism out of illegal tiger trade. Let's get more black people in that business, please. Please. Oh, it's black people. It's black. People. It's not African Americans in it. Oh, it's black people in it. Oh, it's some black people in it. It's and it's some niggas. It's definitely some niggas in this fucking shit. It's some, definitely some niggas in that shit. Yeah, ain't no African Americans. Ain't no. And if it is, it's it's Charles. It's 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 it's, <laughs> it's James. Like it's, it's, his his name is Charles. He goes by Chaz, even as a black dude. You're like right, Chester. Fuck? It's a Chester, nigga. The fuck you talking about? That nigga got that nigga either grew up around all white people. It ain't no niggas from New York, DC. It was now niggas in New York, DC, they'll be like, man, they'll be cool if I had a tiger. Everybody, I, I know a lot of people that say that shit, but don't realize that like you can go buy a tiger for like 10 bands, bro. Less than a car. Less than a car. You can go buy a tiger right now. You sure seem to know a lot about uh tiger trade for uh African American that no, 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 isn't no, no, no. supposedly in this again, tiger trade. Again, every African American dude I know would buy a tiger, but they wouldn't buy a tiger. I mean, you sure see you know a lot, Eddie. I'm just like, saying a man. lot of motherfuckers. A lot of motherfuckers would come out here and be like, "Man, I buy a tiger. If I had the money, I'd take a tiger right now." Well, you're over here. Land, you're over here giving no, details. You're like, "Hey, it actually yeah. costs less than a car, man. It's only like ten thousand dollars." There's like a four yeah. day waiting period. You know where I learned all that shit from? Waivers. You know where I learned that shit from? Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> from crazy ass Tiger King Joe, whatever the fuck his name is. Joe, the the dude that bagged like the, the white trash Batista the, is like one of his husbands. God. The gay <laughs> god out there. How son. he got the white trash Batista and that whole ordeal is still insane. Nigga. Like, how are you that crazy and good at what you do that you you apparently talk to dude gay? Like, I don't <laughs> I got a pimple underneath my nose. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Two no no no. Not just talk to dude gay. Two of them at the same time, baby. Married them both. Married them both. And they weren't even gay. They was fucking chicks on the side. And which is how, never mind, I'm not going to do that joke. But <laughs> <laughs> I just watched, uh, so it's a Netflix show out there that you got to watch, bro. What is it? Uh, Halston. Oh, that's the uh, the Ewan McGregor joint. I seen a couple of previews yes. about it, right? Yes. First yeah. off, didn't know Ewan McGregor was gay. Um, and if he's not, he's fucking that great of an actor. That dude's gay. I don't care. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yo, I, I only saw like a couple show. of uh, clips on. Yeah, watch. He's a show. fashion designer, right? Halston, Halston, actually Roy Halston. Yeah, you hear him? What? He's up. At, he's up there screaming, "Daddy!" <laughs> he's Hello. he's been going berserk lately. Yeah, and mom and mommy's mom. I saw your wife. Uh, like was in and out, in and out. So, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. So fucking um, Halston. Great fucking show. It talks about like so. Halston is Rory Halston. Uh, so like was one of the biggest fashion designers in America. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold his name to a company, right? He sold his name. Like he basically they wanted to use his name because mm -hmm. he made his name his brand. And this is why I, this is why I don't do my name as my brand. Uh, so his name is his brand. When he did that, he also like 
was having problems, not mental. He wasn't crazy, but he was like pushing people away. He was very, uh, he had a big ass ego. He's very arrogant. He was very like, uh, destructive. He was like very Freddie Mercury. Then I didn't watch, uh, what's his name? I never watched Bohemian Rhapsody. So, so, I mean, they didn't really go into the Bohemian Rhapsody, but just reading up on the stories after the fact, Freddie Mercury was like that. You know, he, he was very eccentric, very eclectic, had that. And, very difficult to work with at times, and some thought you know that was mm. part of the dichotomy of being gay while having to play straight in that society. So is that kind of no? Because he didn't play straight, buddy. Oh, that oh. man did not play straight. That motherfucker oh. was gaying out there. Now you could <laughs> he didn't talk about it. He wasn't like I'm some I'm I got a lover and all that shit. Because even like the dude that he was dating for the longest time tried to blackmail him because he had tapes on him and all this other shit. Hmm. Um. The show was good simply because it was like it was like a warning show, like never sell your name. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? Like never say your name. Because like he was like, I don't ever want to feel unprotected or out of the know, or you know what I'm saying? So many different things. Yeah. And the guy, the guy sold his company off or was trying to sell his company off, got him into JC Penny, right? He was in all these JC Pennies. He was in all these JC Pennies. And uh, like he was like the biggest, like I said, the biggest fashion designer in America. But he sold his name, so when he didn't want to do mm. certain shit, he had to because they had his name, and he was difficult. So as soon as he was difficult, they basically found the way to get him out of the um, get him out of the company. So his name and like paid him like a million dollars a year. So it was like, yo, you're you're you should be happy. You're getting paid a million dollars a year. And you don't have to do shit. You don't have to do nothing. Just exist. But, but and and it was and this is the most powerful part of this whole fucking show. He said, "I sold my name for nothing." Right? And his friend said, his friend said, "Halston, it wasn't for nothing. You got paid million tens of millions of dollars." He said, "Yes, it was for nothing." Because I will pay double it to get it back. That's period. And that is part of that thing that we were talking about that is adds to the complexity of that go, you know, with with, with the big companies or you keep your shit. That's right. that's that stuff to where if you're not in a position to where you have any bargaining room, you might have to think about passing up the thousands, hundreds of thousands, whatever dollars up front because obviously they wouldn't be approaching you if you didn't have something fucking marketable. Yeah. That's that's that to me that's that's a huge thing. I think it it harkens to Chappelle show, stuff like right. that, Taylor Swift, all of that. If you've got something that somebody wants, they want it for a fucking reason. Reason. Don't 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 sell yourself short, man. Keep your shit. Y'all ladies Treat yourself, ladies and gentlemen. We out of here. With it, that's why I'm mad. With it, with it, with it. That's why I'm mad. With it, get out the trap. With it, whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad. With it. That's why I'm mad. With it.